All right, friends, welcome to episode one of It's Rare, hosted by Phil Rare. Today I'm joined by... Marianne Lewandowski. And we're sitting down here at the Water Street Wine Bar. It's not open right now. It's really early in the morning. Phil did not want to wake up at... Well, he didn't want to be here at nine in the morning. Well, you know what they always say about me. There's one thing that they say about Phil Rare is he loves mornings. That's false. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing today, Phil? Well, uh, just wanted to come down and talk about the wine bar a little bit and see how things are. I like to talk about different things around the area. Yeah. 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 Well, there's a, I know with the wine bar right now, we have trivia, which is, you haven't come to any of our trivia things. I'm, I'm calling you out on this. I'd love to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's on Thursdays from a, 7 to 9, by the way. Typically a scheduling conflict for that that I told you about when you first planned it. Right. So might be a problem i don't know so trivia um it's a cell phone trivia it's a lot of fun um seven to nine we always have live music on saturdays uh so tonight we actually have rachel beverly she's fantastic great voice she is good yeah she is good i've only heard her once but i i thought you know what maybe i'll come back later yeah you should yeah and kate and dave's coming up next weekend following and kate has like that What's stevie the, nicks voice do you know what the dates are on those let me grab, grab those yeah actually i can just do this uh, we've had a lot of musicians here who would you like to see back here well they're all fun i like love dub love dub's great oh i love love dub. They're a fun fun couple yeah her yeah. voice is phenomenal totally i don't have voice i i think i'm tone deaf I think that might be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> That's really kind of sad. Um, also, we're partnering up with Kyle from the liquor store next door. So he's going to be doing wine classes in the winter. So if you are looking for... It's going to be on Tuesdays. Um, if you're looking for specific dates, swing over and see Kyle over at the Water Street Wine and Spirits. Water Street Wine and Spirits. Yes. So uh, first off... We're at the Water Street Wine Bar, and people come in here. Occasionally, they find me behind the bar if they if they get really lucky. And a lot of times, they say, "Oh, hey, Phil, uh, I've got a friend that's trying to meet me here. How do I tell them how to get here? Because they can't find it." It's so hard. There's like I don't have I have like a dinky little sign that which you helps me get. You're by welcome. The way. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, but I need like a bigger sign. I, it's it's kind of hard. You can only put so many things out there. Well, so why is it hard to find them? Because I don't have a sign. Do you think that's the reason? Um, think it has anything? Yes. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that it doesn't face toward the street? Um. True. It's kind of like the best kept secret. Yeah. And I wish. Um, which is more, I think people just forget about it. I'm not too sure, but it is, uh, I need to work on my lighting outside. What happened to my lighting? My light rope, my light rope that was around? Yeah. Can you, can Where did that, that go? I yeah, don't know. I it's, can fix most anything. I know. I need you to fix that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so I guess, so how would you tell people to get here? Um, jump on Water Street and you'll see the liquor store. In Penyan. In Penyan. And you're going to think, oh, here it is. And it's no, 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 no. You got to go behind the building and there's like a, a little sign that says wine bar, and you're going to follow that sign. So it's at the bottom of the brown building. Yeah. And the, yeah. what's this? Burkett Landing? Burkett Landing. Is that what it's? Yes. Yeah. Okay. There's apartments upstairs. And there is a parking area. There is parking, yes. But it doesn't, the driveway is not right next to the building. It's like 
over a little bit. Yes. It's so. really the most difficult thing to find. Yeah. It's awful. But yet, people find it. They do. From all had, over the place. I had a couple stop in last night, and they're from Ohio, and uh, they're staying at the Microtel, and they were trying really hard to find me, but they stumbled upon Union Block first. And then they eventually made their way here. And great, great couple. We had a lot of really good conversations. And then Jesse from 18th Amendment stopped in too. And he's he's a he's a riot. Yeah. Um, and he's we're just chatting it up. And um, I I this is what I love about owning the wine bar is you meet a lot of really interesting people. And I've always said this before. I think it's our responsibility as business owners to take really really good care of them. And tell them places they should probably go they should go to rather than the places that everyone's like oh you should go to dr frank or you should go to which is good no it's really good or or hair and hill but i'm also like a big advocate of smaller boutique wineries so domain lesure um vice also really good wineries um bellangelo is uh i have their moscato which is just killing it here Mm -hmm. um a lot of people love it i picked up bill is that the is that the white merlot too Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's really nice. In the Meritage, like, I don't think people talk about Belangelo. They they should talk about it more. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. That's in Geneva, right? Um, Well, they have two locations. One's closer to Geneva, and the other one's closer to, like, Herman J. Weimer. Um, Oh, okay. Also, Hickory Hollow, Nathan Kendall, his wine is amazing. So his dad stopped in the other day, and I was trying to tell him, like, look, do you have any more of that rosé, that yeasty rosé? One of my favorite wines. I didn't share it like I was supposed to. I'm sorry. Um, but it's probably one of my favorite things right well, now. that's inconceivable. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. It'll. I'll forgive you somehow. One day you will. Someday. I hope so. I'm trying to find some more of that. So what? So what's your your favorite wine? If, if you walked over to the bar right now, what would you pick up? You know what's funny? I'd pick a beer. I'm really yeah. into beer right now. It's it's not so I've been having this conversation with um with locals or no it was people yesterday where I want to go to Rochester more. Yeah. They, they I the think the finger, finger Lakes they were killing it with the wine, the beer, and then all of a sudden Rochester's like, We got this too. And yeah. then they've just been killing it with the beer up there. It's a lot of fun. Well, you know, one of the things that uh, it took us a while in the Finger Lakes to really get to where now we're recognized as one of the best wine regions in the world. And the breweries kind of started to come in later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people are really starting to take notice of some of those as well. Right. Because we've got also, I think, some of the best beers in the world. And we certainly have uh, some unique beers. We do. And... Uh, how many most of your beers are all uh from this area not all of them typically but um we do have most of them from this area i always love supporting abandoned climbing vines i mean they get so many nods um brewery broken dreams i love their porter it's really good too i but k2 is out of webster and i just love having different kind of funky beers like that here and I feel like this is the place to have it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you go to other places, they have the same thing over and over again. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want different stuff. Yep. It's all... S- things that you get here are not what you're going to get everywhere. No. 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 That's the responsibility that I have to do. Yeah. So, I was just thinking uh, this morning, thinking about 
coming down here. And I remembered the first time that I ever came here. Do you remember? I remember. Okay. Can you remember the first time you ever came here? I was into Diamond. That's a really sad thing for me to say. Well, Diamond's a fine... It's a... It's a, it's a I don't know. It's a sweeter wine. <laughs> yeah, it is. And we sometimes turn our noses up at sweeter wines, but as far as sweeter wines go, oh. Diamond is just fine. Yeah, it gives me heartburn now. My body rejects it. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's just so sad. That's okay. Yeah. I like dry wine. You like dry wine. I like a lot of different A lot of people stuff. from this area specifically like dry wine. I find sometimes that people that are coming from other areas when they come here... Oh. They say, well, I want something sweet. So I used to own a car business, a wine touring business. And what I loved about that, too, was that people would always stick their nose up saying, you guys don't do reds well and whatever. Um, but they fell in love with the whites. <laughs> totally in love with it. We're nailing it with the whites. <laughs> um, we have the Gewurz, uh, Funky Blends, the, the blend I'm thinking about, Berry Family. Berry Family is on the east side of Seneca Lake. <laughs> He, they do such a great job over there. Absolutely. Yes, yes. And, of course, we're known for dry Rieslings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't really and drink a lot of that. But I wait, let's go back to, let's talk about you here. So what was your first experience here? Do you remember? Uh, I don't think I really want to. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, let's okay. go back to you. Mine, I remember I felt totally out of place. It was, don't you always feel that way all the and time? And this was, this was when it first opened. I didn't, I'd never been here, obviously, mm-hmm. because that was my first time, and that's how first times happen. And I was with a group of friends that I was just kind of starting to meet, because it was when I first moved to the area. Mm-hmm. And it was when Ray Spencer was still the owner here and kind of building the business. Yeah. And I met him that night. Mm-hmm. And we, that day, it was the winter time, and... This is kind of like a microcosm for my life is that I always, I'll, I'll find ways to do things even if maybe I'm, I'm, I don't have everything to do it the traditional way. Okay. And so <clears throat> I got invited to go ice fishing and they said, oh, well, we want to go ice fishing, but we don't have an ice hut and we don't have this and we don't have that. <laughs> so we had what is practically a party on Cuca Lake. I brought out a 10 by 10 pop-up tent <laughs> with sides. Jesus. We kept it low so it would keep the heat in and stay out of the wind. Somebody brought, do you know what a hammer drill is? They brought a hammer drill, which is just kind of a way to get into harder surfaces sometimes, and nailed the thing down into the ice. <laughs> and we brought out a little heater <laughs> so we could stay warm, and we sat out there and drank beers and... Um, we had a I've great never time done that. <laughs> and caught a couple of fish and it was, it was fun. Okay. And, uh, so then they said, Oh, we're going to go down to the water street wine bar and check it out and see what's going on. Yeah. So you know how you dress for ice fishing. Oh, so no. I was dressed for ice fishing <laughs> and I came in here and I said, wow, this is a really nice place. <laughs> I said, a... I don't belong here. <laughs> it's a really nice place. And Ray said, no, Phil, you do. Like, this This is exactly, this is for you. Like, come be here. And that's the way it's always felt, is that, like, it is. It's for us. I love everybody. And even I, and now, even since you've taken over, it feels that way that it's... 
welcoming. It's for everybody. It's cozy, especially yeah. if you want to make a first impression. Like, I've had some people bring in first dates. I have met really, really interesting people, and especially when I'm behind the bar, people just tell me the craziest shit. And I am not a therapist, and but they're like, why am I even telling you this? And I'm like, I, it, it just happens. It just, it's a natural mm-hmm. thing. It just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think as a bar bartender, you have an obligation to obviously yeah. serve responsibly, yeah. um, but to listen. Some people don't have somebody to listen to or talk to about that. And sometimes the the lesson is you should be telling this to your significant other instead of telling it to me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. So I've been learning a lot about stuff like that um, where people get upset about things. And it all comes from insecurities. I'm finding this out at the age of 35, mm-hmm. right? Why do we get upset about things? Or if there's issues... You should probably tell your significant other and not all your other friends because your other friends are not in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, I've learned that, I keep learning that, and I think I've gotten a lot, so much better with that, um, where you should just talk to the other person. And even if, th- if that conversation is going to be uncomfortable, it's going to be comfortable afterwards. And you keep tackling over and over and over again. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, if you keep talking to other people, they're going to want to get into the bed with you. And you're just oh. going to end up just walking away from a great relationship. Yeah. And walk away from everything else and be with somebody else. And sometimes that just happens. And hmm. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. No. I mean... It, well, yeah. Follow your heart, right? Should but I think the, the first thing is obviously to, to communicate with people you have relationships with. Whatever kind of relationship. Yeah. Are you in a relationship? Uh, we're not talking about that Why today, not? Marianne. Why not? <laughs> Why do you keep bringing that Episode up? Episode <laughs> one. Are you in a relationship? I see that you... <laughs> I feel like I know you, and then we just talk about... We're going to maintain a little mystery. I like mystery. For the podcast. Yes. We're going to maintain some mystery. Okay. So, uh, if anybody wants to know about my relationship status, they can come ask me uh, to my face about it, and we can have a nice conversation all about my relationship status. I spoke to another person. local business owner about you. And and he thinks he can he can hook you up with someone nice. Of course, of yeah. course he does. <laughs> yes, of course. Good. Man. So could we do a podcast of your first date <laughs> with someone? Uh, I don't think so. That would be great. I think that sounds like a horrible idea. I think it's a great idea. It's too personal. It's like uh, you, know, you don't want to get too personal. So. Because you don't want people to feel like, I feel like podcasts are places where uh, you know you can say the word shit like you just did. I did, uh, and you can get away with it because it's you know we don't we're not on the radio. No. Our sponsors aren't going to get angry that you said shit um, <laughs> on the first episode of the podcast. No, not child friendly. No, and it's a place where you can be honest and open. But I think that sometimes some mystery is good. And think that you know when you're trying to have a first date you might want to be able to share things that you wouldn't share with the world did, i know the nsa is listening to this oh they should uh, did jenny ever get back to you she said that she I, had <laughs> oh did she talk to you she, she no, know oh no i'll follow no, up on that no yeah no. should bring her here <laughs> i think first date should always Stop. start with the water street wine bar i think this is a lovely place to have a first date mm-hmm. nice and quiet or loud sometimes, depending on what's going on. When John Boulder's here, it's always loud. Yeah, it gets pretty rowdy. Rowdy. 
not that rowdy. A little rowdy. It gets it gets fun. It yeah. gets fun. And we've got the lounge. We're currently sitting in the lounge. We are sitting at the lounge. It's a nice cozy spot. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anything else cool and exciting going on down here? Other than we're kicking ass with like desserts, cheesecakes. Um, oh yeah. Michelle Miller is just doing really awesome with the. What's uh, What's the cheesecakes. most recent concoction? Uh, eggnog, eggnog cheesecake. I never had eggnog, eggnog anything, and when I had really? that, oh, oh do, why are you judging me? No, yeah. I've never had it. Never had it, and it's delicious. Yeah, eggnog's so great. So the um, Christmas party I'm going to, I'll be taking eggnog cheesecake. That seems reasonable. I think so too. Oh, you've got a. When's your Christmas party? I'm not having a Christmas party. No, you've got. You said you were going to. Oh, that one. Um, I don't know. I think Christmas Eve. Oh. I'm not too sure. It, it's. I gotta iron out when you know, when family time and stuff like that. It's hard. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I was. Ta- I was having a conversation. I really don't like Christmas. My so, I have a mixed feeling about Christmas. Okay. Never cared about Christmas. No. I never cared about it. I, I find it to be an excellent opportunity to see family because everybody feels like that's a good time to yep. get together. Uh, but it's hard because everybody's like, oh, we got to do it either Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. Yeah. And, you know, there's a 30% divorce rate. and 30? Or 50 or something. That's like 60. Now. I don't know what it is. It's pretty high. Well, I think it's going down because the marriage rate is getting lower. You're welcome. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it's hard to make it to all the different parties you got to get to, even just to see your own family. Yeah, it is for me anyway. Mm-hmm. And but so holiday parties can be fun though. I, I think you just have to get past the fact that it's about Christmas and just realize that it's just a party and it's a fun time to see each other. Yes, I agree with that. Christmas with kids is just awesome and amazing, and I don't do this whole um, commercially stuff. I'm over that. There's no yeah. need for that. It's I all wanna, about experience. It's all about experiences and, now. And, you know, getting together and just spending some time with. Um, I love spending time with my daughter. She's just awesome. She's cool. Um, she's pretty cool. She is really cool. She's a really cool. Kid. She's, yeah. She kicks ass. Um, but beyond that, like probably my fi- partly because of the Godfather. Uh, yes, you yeah. don't. You need to spend more time with her. I do. You really do. I will. Okay. Um, but my family's in Connecticut, so I really yeah, don't have family here. So it's like, I kind of was, I'd rather be alone. Hmm. I would actually like rather be alone on Christmas, but not on Thanksgiving. Interesting. Well, that's kind of how I feel. People always ask me, you know, what are you going to do for your birthday? Yeah. My birthday is, of course, the day after Christmas. <laughs> now everybody knows. And... I should come to trivia. Uh, yeah, Totally. What I really like to do for my birthday is to go off into the... My mom was giving me all sorts of grief about this the other day. What's that? Is that for my birthday, I just like to take my dog, Hawkeye. Yeah. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. And we go out into the woods, and we just go hike. And, you know, if if there's anything in season, maybe we'll we'll hunt a little bit. But mostly we just go wander around in the woods alone. Yep. And... um, Usually up in a state forest or something, somewhere where we just really won't see anybody, and it's just relaxing, and I enjoy it, and it yeah. makes me feel better. And everybody says, well, why don't you do something, like, exciting for your birthday? And for me, that is exciting, because I don't get as much time to do that anymore. 
life is so busy and hectic. Yeah. So, so you're bringing back to the back to the Christmas party. So you're bringing eggnog, cheesecake, cheesecake yes. to the Christmas party. And do you ever do? You ever go to the parties that have like a uh, like a gift exchange? I did that once. Like the Yankee swap or whatever they white call elephant it. The white or whatever. elephant. I did that once. Like, it was a real win. I got an awesome bottle of wine and an amazing blanket. And a blanket? Yeah. It was a really oh. cool, I love blankets. Yeah. 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 Cozy. So what were, is that, what kind of gifts do you think people should bring to those? Like I know some people like to bring something funny. Oh God. But it's like you bring something, you bring like a bottle of wine and then you get back like something funny. I don't know. I don't. It's got to be something like random, but yeah. yet practical. So I was thinking about that. Okay. Because I've got a I've got a Christmas party tonight. Oh, is that tonight? I did, I didn't go. I'm not going. And I've got to figure out what to bring. You, you haven't bought it yet. I haven't. I haven't bought it yet. Okay. But I had one uh, Thursday mm-hmm. at like a work Christmas party at my boss's house. It was awesome. We got everybody together, built some camaraderie. All the like babies and stuff came out, and uh, oh yeah, so many kids. Kids. And it was kind of fun. And we finally got to the gift exchange part. Mm -hmm. And we've done this for I want to say like four years in a row at least. And we've gotten to the point where everybody's figured out the key to the puzzle. And the key to the puzzle is bring alcohol. I was going to say alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And so probably we might have had 20 people participate in the gift exchange. Right. And probably 17 of the gifts were alcohol. (laughs) (coughs) So everybody figured it out. And then, so, but, so the one tonight is really a white elephant. So like a lot of them are going to be kind of probably silly things and there might be some alcohol. Okay. So what I ended up with at the gift exchange at, at the work party was a bottle of wine okay uh from lammer landing i got the oh. uh, the chardonnay did you yeah nice and yeah it's good i haven't had it yet i'm gonna save it for a special occasion Ooh, like your first date but it <laughs> oh is that more is that more like a third date? but it came in a, it came in like this cloth bag that was obviously specifically for a bottle of wine yeah and so what i thought about doing is is going down to like the aldi or uh, one of the one of the grocery stores and getting a bottle of olive oil or something. Okay. And then it looks like it's a bottle of liquor in there. Oh, that's great! <laughs> I was like, where are you going with Just this? Just to mess with people, and then maybe I don't know, maybe like find like a gift certificate or something to throw in there with it to make it more exciting. That sounds like fun. But people think that they're getting a bottle of you know liquor, psych. But it's actually a bottle of olive oil. I don't know. It might be too far. <laughs> no, 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 no! Totally go Do for it. You think that's good? I think yeah. it's great. Yeah. Yeah, no, th- well, it's practical. I brought beer from Climbing Binds to the one on Thursday, and everybody liked that. You're um, a mug member there, too. I am. Yeah. I am. Mug club. Mug club. Mug club at the Climbing Binds. It's like uh, $240 or $250 a year. They just nail it. And That's... You, get, you get either a growler yeah. or four cans yeah. every month. Yeah. And you can use them whenever you want. You don't have to go each month necessarily. Right. And anytime you go there, you get half off your beer and you get to drink it out of your own mug instead of just a regular glass. Climbing Binds like nailed it being local and the the couple there, um, 
Chris and Brie, amazing, amazing. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah, they're really great. And um, they, and they have a wedding venue, which is kicking so much ass, too. Everybody wants to get married. Oh, wait, or Brie was telling me, I guess there's a couple there. They um, fell in love with the place. He, he, the guy has didn't propose yet, but she's like, he, he hasn't proposed, but we're going to get married here. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow. Uh, I don't think I'd ever want to get married again. No. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I understand that. Yeah. Because really, you look at marriage and it, it's, I understand it for the people who really like it. It makes sense. Oh, yeah. But it's, you see a lot less and less people are getting married, especially from our generation. And I think part of it, and a lot, and a lot less are having, a lot of the people who have gotten married from our generation are no longer. And... Oh, like no longer married? Oh, no longer married, yes. Yeah. Not no longer people. There's still people. They're just not married anymore. Right. And, and I think part of that is that, for me, mm-hmm. um, I don't feel the need to get, you know, government permission for love. I think that that's something that's between you and, and another person and your family, if it, if that's who you bring into it. Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like it's hard to trust someone like that after that again. Yeah. It yeah. really rocks your world. Like, it does take a lot of trust. It does. And um, when I got married, I think I was like, what, 26? God, I was so young. So young. But I don't think anyone's ever... One pre- of my friends just got married. And um, I wish I told her, I'm like, I want you to know this is going to be like one of the hardest things you ever have to go through. And it takes a lot of work, a lot of communication. And after my divorce, I'm, I'm in a great relationship now. And I um, always want to be, I want to be better. And he wants me, and I feel like he's a huge support. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he, he comes things at a, like, a level-headed way. Like, he really calms me down. I've never been with someone. He's my first ginger. I'm really excited. <laughs> it's like what I love to tell people. Well, I'm everybody drink- knows that <laughs> redheads are the best. So. <laughs> I'm realizing this. I'm drinking ginger tea, too, which is making me feel a lot better. Um, because I'm fighting things. And um, it's nice to be with someone who's practical and not um, angry. And yeah. it's just, he's he's great. And I think you will, you're going to find someone like that, too. Totally. I, totes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think, I just don't know. Why. Where are they, Phil? They are out there in the ether. What? Okay. Out there in the ether. Okay. That's where, that's where they are. Mm-hmm. So, and that's great. Um, No, I think that, I think you're right. I think it's all about, I've seen like some of the best relationships that I've seen, whether it's a married couple or or people that are just uh, finding that they're with somebody that they really care for. Right. Is that they uh, support each other even when they feel like maybe, so, so for, for example, um, I had a friend who was telling me a story about that his his wife had made some kind of meal, mm-hmm. and she was feeling uh, kind of insecure about it because she didn't think that it was as good as she wanted. It didn't taste like it didn't come out how she wanted it to. Yeah. But he thought it was great. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't just that he was kind of putting it on for her. Yeah. So, like, he actually believed that. Like, she made it. She put love into it. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, you know what? This is great. And she was, like, not really feeling that. But how much better does it make you feel right. to know that 
you know, you've kind of got that support and that they really do care and they really do like it because it's something that you've done for them. I think it's social interaction. It's been damaged in a way. Everyone just always on the phone oh, yeah. and not. And so, oh, yeah. Social media is like the worst thing ever. It's so fake. Everything, I think everything changed with texting. Oh, God, right, yeah. As soon as we got texting. And those little bubbles to be that come up like, oh, they're texting. I'm going to oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah you got to wait. I'm going to so, wait. So I can't interact with any of the people I'm in a room with right now. There's nobody in this room right now. You're in this room. Well, just we're talking. But, but, if, but I've seen people mm-hmm. sit next to another person and not talk to each other. Yeah. So because they're trying to, they're too worried about something that's going on somewhere else in the world that they can't spend time with the person that they're with. Right. And that's irritating. It is. And I'm guilty of it. Like I put my sometimes. phone I put my phone down. I, I face usually, down. I usually don't. If I'm talking to somebody, I've I've trained myself finally that the phone goes in the pocket. If it vibrates, it's probably not that important. Mm-hmm. If somebody's calling me, I might look at it. Right. But I try really hard. Uh, we get just like trained though. We, to look at the phone. We do. Oh, yeah, even when, if it's, like, your phone, I will look at it if it oh, yeah. does, like, a noise oh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, it releases dopamine. Okay. You know, when you get that alert that there's somebody out there that's sending something to you. Yeah. I'm special. Oh, yeah. And you get the Snapchat. People send things to, like, <laughs> 40 different people. Those filters are so funny. And with the silly filters. I love those filters. Yeah. I'm not a big, I don't like emojis, even. Like, people, if you're going to send me anything, just leave out the emojis, okay? Like the poop one? No poop emojis. Those kids love the poop ones. We're allowed to say shit. Okay, shit. All right, we already said shit, so you can say the shit emojis. <laughs> <laughs> We've established that How we... old are we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. Good talks. Yeah, I feel like... Well... I want to get back to really quick about divorce. Um, there's so many levels about divorce. You, you think once you spot, sign those papers, it's over, and it's, it's not. There's, like, so many other things. So mm-hmm. I went to therapy for a bit, and I think therapy is so, so – it's such a great idea because mm-hmm. you have to take some time for yourself and recognize and, and deal with, like, the, the death of a marriage. And It's a grief process. It, it, is, it is a grief process, but it's also – it's like, all right – where did I lose myself? And I think this is the first time in probably 15 years where I'm beginning to feel like myself again. Mm-hmm. I got in like really not the greatest relationships. And I, I, I realized with my, with my therapist, I was picking the same guy over and over and over again. Um, and I, it, it, it happened with this one guy. I was young. I was in college. And it just ruined me ruins me and um after that like i realized i need to just now i have a daughter i want to bring someone in my life who's going to be positive not only for myself but for for my daughter as well absolutely um but it's i don't think people take time to figure themselves out i think they just jump in the other relationship because they have this void they have to fill and and it's like, dude, no, you gotta like figure your stuff out. Otherwise, you're gonna make the same mistake over and over again. And then you're gonna realize you're seventy, and you're an asshole. And you know, and you ha- your whole life is just 
gone like that. I'm not talking about one person specifically. You're looking at me like I'm I not. am. No, no, oh, no, no just, I'm not. I'm not. I just, I, I just know some people that just did, haven't dealt what they needed to deal with, and I feel really, really bad for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you look at dating now has changed oh, so much, yeah, yeah. and we're lucky. So that how are we lucky? We're lucky that you don't realize this. Okay. We're lucky that when we started dating, we didn't start dating. Not with each other. No. We both started dating, but people not, think we're not dating with each other. Do you know, I have to still tell people that we're not dating. Yeah, people are fools. They are. <laughs> <laughs> but when we each started our dating lives, yeah, um, we didn't have cell phones. Mm. We didn't have texting. We didn't have social media to run you in that, like, oh, you were with somebody that you're not dating like you could still interact and not have the, the questions and worry about <laughs> if somebody's taking a picture with their fo- their oh, yeah. camera that's in their phone that's in their pocket yeah and um you would have to actually talk to the other person instead of um send them yeah. a message on their phone saying you know what are you doing you yeah know? like the the weird stuff that people do now and the weird uh, kind of like awkward forwardness that you can get away with on a phone that like when we started dating that wasn't a thing no no we had to actually ask people out though um the guy i'm with now asked me through facebook so (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm talking about that's what people do now oh hey uh so it's like sure (laughs) saw you the other day i was wondering if you'd like to we actually we actually met at the pub crawl Okay. Which we're going to do tonight. That's tonight. That's tonight. Yeah, we're the reindeer the, pub we're crawl. Going to do, we're, that's how we met. And um, it's not, it's not going to be weird at all. Not at all. No, no. No, not at all. Not at all. No, not at all. But that's that's how relationships start now. And it's horrifying yeah. for me because I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rather just, I'd rather ha- meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, not ask them out through Facebook. <laughs> You know, but meet them in person like you did, and yeah. then and then you know have a conversation with them and decide to see them again. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? I don't know why I keep saying "oh my gosh." Um, can you imagine like asking someone out? It's like you're putting yourself out there. Rejection. People oh, yeah. can't handle oh, it's rejection. Horrible. It's no. horrible because no. you've you've built up that. By the time you've built up yourself to ask them, mm-hmm. you're like, man, yeah, they're totally gonna say yes. Yes. It, or. Or you've done the opposite. Do You're people, like, man, this is going to be horrible. Do people still say that? I'm, I have to wash my hair. Do people still say that? No. No, that's... <laughs> you know what people say now? What do they say? Nothing. Oh. They, <gasps> this oh. is what gets... So, so the, yeah. the thing that I have, the yeah. thing that drives me nuts mm-hmm. is, you know, you'll get... You'll have this great conversation with somebody and you'll have fun. You'll you meet them somewhere and you have a great time. And you talk to them, and you're like, man, yeah, I'd really like to do this again. When can we, you know? And they've obviously had fun. It's not that they're just putting it on for you. They've obviously had a good time. Did they not have a good time? Is that why? So anyway, so so they'll you'll talk briefly. Yeah. And, oh, well, yeah, we'll figure it out. And then you, you never see them again. You've had a lot of those. Yeah. Not a lot. Not a more, lot. More than one. Most of them. I, I think uh, this year. if you get to that point, yeah, then they, they do want to come back. But, yeah. 
Um, it was hard for me to keep up with all your ladies. But, <laughs> you had ladies, like, everywhere. And I'm like, who are you with now? I need, like, pictures. Yeah, no. It's just, it, it, it's so hard because you, you think, like, you're building a relationship with somebody and then they yeah. just kind of like, oh, well, I'm busy this week. Is it me? Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not you because you're a great guy. Like I was talking, I was talking to Jesse about you, and um, you're a really a great, great guy. We don't know why you're single. We just don't get it. It's the mystery. It's the mystery it's the, of everything. It's the mystery. Yeah. Okay. No, it's okay though because I I think I know the reason why. Oh. It's because I want to be. You want to be. You want. I think I want to be. You want to be alone. I think I yeah. Okay. I'm not sure. No. But I think I do, yeah. Once you get to that point, only I like could... just it's just the life I've had. <clears throat> but like I was saying, once you get to that point, only good things can come from that. Totally, I think so. Yeah, you just have to find the right person, right? And I haven't, and that's what it is. is mm-hmm. You know, when you, um, I thought I, I thought I had a couple times, yeah. But when when you realize that it isn't, sometimes it takes a while to realize that. The best thing is just to go do something else. Yeah. Like, I had one that I was really uh, in love with, maybe like 15 years ago. Right. And it took a long time to say, "Holy smokes!" You know, um, everything's better without her. Without? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. And. Uh, you get this like cognitive dissonance of like you've you've in your mind built a future world with somebody, mm-hmm. and then that is taken out from under you, one way or another, mm-hmm. and you realize that you've got to completely change your brain to take that part out and put something else in, mm-hmm. and that really messes people up. Mental health is huge. Yeah. And people don't take the time for themselves. Yeah. I know a guy that he, he, he's gone through a really, he's just a hard worker. He's just going through a lot of stuff, but he's never given himself time to just heal. Mm-hmm. And so he met this girl earlier this year and she was just, um, she was just like awful to him. And broke it off, and he was devastated. Devastated, and um, then she randomly texted him. Texting, she texted oh, yeah. him, and he felt needed. I think there's a thing with men and feeling needed. Oh, absolutely. And I, we're all like, oh, "Shit, don't, don't go back. Please, just don't go back." And he did, and then, he, and then something weird happened, and, and I'm like, I'm like, you really? I'm trying really hard not to say his name. You really need to. <laughs> take the time for yourself and, yeah. and, and talk to someone and some people just put up these walls and they can't acknowledge that absolutely and that's really sad because their life is going to be really pathetic for the rest of their lives because they haven't owned whatever they need to own right right and I've had a lot of people talk to me about this exact situation and for me what it was is I realized that I had to take time to focus on me yep and worry about me at the time, I felt like I needed to make myself better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, for somebody else. No. Well, of course. 
So at the time, I thought, man, I've got to make myself better so that this doesn't happen again because, you know, I want to, if I have a relationship like that, I want it to work. And I don't want to have a situation where I've done something that makes it worse. And what I realized is that I've got to make myself better for me. Right. And when people talk to me about this situation, what I tell them is that the thing that made it not work with that person, mm -hmm. and it's different for everybody, it's it is. usually communication. Oh, huge. Um, but it's different for everybody in some way. Yeah. But the thing that made it not work with that person uh, still exists. Okay. It didn't go away. Right. Right. So you're just going back to that negative situation. Right. Like you're, you're just going back to that thing that didn't work. And it's still not going to work. And it's not going to work for the same reason. It, and if, yeah. if you, you can't go back to the same person six times because no. you're not only hurting yourself. Right. But you're hurting them, really. Because it, it takes away their opportunity to, to move on. And it takes away your opportunity to move on and to worry about making yourself better that's so true yeah that's so true like the the mistakes that I did with my marriage I learned from I acknowledge them mm -hmm. and I dare not to repeat them because I honestly appreciate relationships on so many different levels now I really everyone that was there for me the past couple of years, I love them and I thank them so much. You're one of them, Phil. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. guys were there for me, like, and it the, having that support and not having family, right? So huge. Yeah, you're on your own out here. Uh, but yeah. you're not, right? You do have family. I know. Yeah, you're They're just not related. Right. No, we're not. Thank God. But <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's I think it's just so so important to have that support system. And I just remember you were always there. Nate was there. Jeff was there. Um, like, I had my amigos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ginny, Jamie. Um, I, I, again, if I didn't have you guys in my life, I don't know. I would. It, it would have taken me longer sure. to recover yeah. from what I went through. So, it being the Christmas season, because I love Christmas. Heart Christmas. Um I'm going to look at it a different way. Yeah. And let people in a little bit more. I, I, I built walls. I don't know if you believe that. Oh, yeah. I, I have walls. Yeah. Um, but We all do. We do. We do. Um, but I've met really amazing, incredible people the past few years mm -hmm. that I'm so thankful for. So I'm thankful this year. I'm really excited for 2020. 2020. 2020. You know what nobody talks about anymore? 2020. 2020 with Barbara Walters. How popular was 2020 five years ago? Everybody's like, oh, it's going to be 2020. We've got to talk about what's going to happen in 2020. And now, now people are just like, oh, it's, man, crap, it's still Trump. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, crap, it's still like impeachments and stuff. Like, what? we're, we're not any we? better. We're not any better than we were. Like, we're all just thinking, man. And it, like, I'm, everybody's just like still talking about the same crap. But. Nobody talks about the fact that it's the end of a decade. Right? Remember when we used to talk about decades? We're like, man. Yes. It's going to be a new decade. It's going to be a new start. It's exciting. It's really exciting. It should be exciting. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited for it, at least. Yeah. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. And just brace yourself for all the vision jokes <sighs> and all the puns and everybody saying, oh, yeah, we're seeing 2020, you know. I think we should put it out there now. 
people are not talking about it. I think people are just so... You think that's something we should promote? <laughs> <laughs> we should start that? We have a lot of things we got to We should start. contribute to that. <laughs> <laughs> we say it like that, probably. It's a bad idea. <laughs> no, this is... December, the month of December went by so quickly. Honestly. Oh, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. done. Like, Everything's been flying lately. Crazy. Crazy. But, you know, 2020. But, you know... Finally, we decided first episode of the podcast. We I've been we. thinking about it for a long time. It happened. Did I tell you what finally, like six months ago, made me say, yeah, I can do a podcast? No. I was at this party over on Seneca Lake in this giant house, and it was all these different people from different kind of walks of life at this party, and I only knew one person there, and I was kind of meeting everybody else right and it was interesting and i was up in the kitchen as one does Mm -hmm. and these two guys walked in late and (laughs) i don't i still don't know the name of their podcast i wanted to listen to it because it's just unreal but they came in and i kind of introduced myself i told them you know i'm an athletic trainer because i obviously one leads with that and and amongst other things and uh, I said, so what do you guys do? Oh, we have a podcast. I'm the producer and he's the host. Oh, cool. What's your podcast about? It's about Airbud. Do you remember Airbud? The movie? The movie. The dog? With the dog. I don't, I'm surprised you even know that. Do you remember that? Was it, was it a golden retriever? Yeah. What the hell? It, Are you it could play about? basketball or something. Uh, right? Okay. So their podcast. Did you know that they've made 17 Airbud movies and the latest one came out this year? Shut up. Yeah. So they have a whole podcast about Airbud. <laughs> and I said, well, shit. So we can say that word. I said, well, shit. If they can have a whole podcast <laughs> about Airbud, <laughs> like, what are they talking about? If they can have a whole podcast about Airbud, I think that we can have a podcast I think about so too. it's rare, about all things rare. I think so too. Yeah. Been promoting the Finger Lakes because we and, fuck. And especially, you know, part of it's promoting the Finger Lakes. I think mm-hmm. this is just such a cool place to be, and it's really cool. undiscovered to some to some level. But I'm so happy I came back. I, I I lived here for four years for college at Cuca College back in, uh, you know, the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and I just got a chance to come back about uh, five and a half years ago, and I couldn't be happier. It's such a great place to I've be. I've known you that long. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I remember the first time I met you. You didn't like me. No, I didn't. I don't uh, know what this is that I've got like I've got a way of having a terrible impression on people <laughs> and then they come back and they're like, "You know what? Actually, I like Phil." Um, I think cuz you're you're a unique taste. Yes. It just takes a, some people and I like everybody. Right. It just took just me a while. Me. It just, just took <laughs> me a while. Do you remember when we had um Thanksgivings and like we celebrated holidays together? Uh-huh. And what did you make that was awful? What's it was Easter. <laughs> it was Easter. You made like a strawberry salad. You keep bringing this back. I, well, <laughs> Portia, Every time. my daughter and I do this a lot, especially when it comes to Phil. We just bring up, like, do you remember that thing remember with that? your mom and essential oils? And you remember bats? how we did a thousand things last year and then one of them was horrible? <laughs> Let's talk about that one horrible thing every time we see each other. But it puts a smile on her face. Yeah. Especially on Portia's face. She loves when you retell that story oh, with your yeah. mom and the raccoons. Squirrels. Squirrels. Oh. Squirrels. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh. That was so So Portia's fun. seven. 
She just turned seven. She just turned seven. Just turned seven. And every time she sees me, she <laughs> likes to get in her little, like, digs. Digs. And she's great, but she always goes with the, uh, oh, tell the story. I'm like, Portia, I've told this. They've already heard this story. Do it again. She's like, tell the story about when, uh, about the squirrels at your mom's house. <laughs> unbelievable wait, we're her and I are so much alike like that like yeah remember the story you should, t- you yeah. should tell it because it's so much fun yeah. well you know what maybe I'll do is uh, I'll have mom I'll have my mom yeah on the podcast oh yes and I'll let her tell the story yes and Portia and I should be here oh totally because it will be so great yeah we'll have her up and I have essential oils here right now yep <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, my mom just this, a, a taste of, of what this story is, is that my mom uh, attacked some squirrels that were invading her home uh, using essential oils <laughs> and just hilarity ensued. It was quite the harrowing tale. <laughs> Women, I don't know, some guys too, Women really believe in essential oils. Oh, and, yeah. Um, it's like you a new guys, religion. My ex-husband would call it witchcraft. Witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> but he bought me a box for my witchcraft. But um, I honestly believe in this stuff. I'm feeling better. I, I'm putting a little ginger in me. Yeah. A little ginger tea. And, <clears throat> and I'm having some grapefruits essential oils. I'm, I'm battling whatever I What kind battling. of essential oil are you using to, to cure the flu? I'm not, I don't have well, the flu. Influenza A. I don't. What are you have curing that. influenza A with? Melaleuca. What is that? Uh, it's essential oil. Does it smell good? Um, smell it. I'm just rubbing it all over me. Not good. Okay. And, <laughs> <laughs> and grapefruit. So I went to Amity. We, went, we, we met at Amity. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I, I just feel like I should need to tell these people. It smells like grapefruit. It does. And uh, I need to tell these people my symptoms, so they're going to give me some tea that's going to make me feel better. Yeah. It's a, I, I don't know if I'm the only person who does this, yeah. possibly. And they said go to the doctor. Uh, she did. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> And, no, they recommended a tea, and they put ginger in it. I'm like, I really don't like ginger. Um, but, yeah, I'll drink it, and it feeling better to put some honey in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing okay. I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to fight. It's all mental. It's right. all mental. I don't think that's how that works. But it, no. It's, I think some of it's immunological. Um, nope. It's all mental. <laughs> it's all. Well, you know, I think a, a lot of it is, is it, certainly. I think some of it's immunological, though. I, I have been especially telling some of my, I have a lot of employees that are uh, occupational therapy students. Yes. And I've been trying to help them understand that they learn all these different things and all these different ways to affect the body. Yep. But that the number one way to affect the body is... Mind. Through the mind. Ha-ha. Yes, of course. And, I, I, and, and yeah. not only through the mind, but through um, the nervous system in general. So obviously the gateway and the key to it is through the brain. But when you're, um, my example is, you know, how long does it take when you go to the gym for your muscles to start getting bigger? Huh? I don't know. I haven't been in the gym in a long time. At least a few weeks. Yeah. How long does it take for you to start to get stronger? Days. Oh. Sometimes less. I have patients who, uh, I'm an athletic trainer, so I have patients who um, will come in with... Uh, some kind of pain mm-hmm. and weakness in a muscle and they're limping and they won't use that muscle and the first thing I do after an evaluation etc is 
I make them use that muscle oh. in an appropriate way. Right. And it makes the pain go away. Right. And it makes the muscle stronger. Right. And it's all through the nerves and the brain and, and training the brain that it's okay to do that. Right. And getting the nerves to kind of re-engage. Right. And, uh, yeah, so it, it is all in the... It is all in the brain. You still think I need to go to the doctors, though. I do. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's immunology too. Do I look that bad? Of course. I don't no, you don't. On. You look great. <laughs> this is what I love about Phil. One of the many things I love about Phil, other than you make a really good steak too. I love when you make, make dinner a good that one steak, time. Yeah. Um, was um, Phil you, can cook. Whatever Phil can cook. Um, How was your steak? Oh, it was so good. It was, was a long time ago. Was it rare? It was rare. <laughs> um, I could feel so like like not feeling. I'm not pretty. And Phil would be like, you're beautiful. I'm like, oh, you're such, you're so, so full of bullshit. But no. Suck up. Um, it was nice. It was nice. I'm a major me. suck up. You are. Well, usually I'm behind the bar, so you think you just want something. That's not true. I never do things because I want something. I do things because they're the right thing to do. I'm hungry. Or at least that's the way I try to look at it. I am hungry. Do you want to go get breakfast? We should probably get breakfast. Where do you want to go? I don't know. Where do you want to go? Diner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go see yeah. Sean. Yeah. I just ran into Sean at Aldi. I yeah. freaking love that guy. Sean's another one that I'd love to get on the podcast. Sometime. Oh, he's doing great he's things. He's doing some incredible things. Incredible things. Um, from the Penyan Diner. At the Penyan Diner, yeah. yeah. Um, not only at the diner. I mean, obviously at the diner. Right now they've got a program going on where he's, he's trying to make sure that... Um, Veterans don't have to go hungry, so yeah. um, they they started this around Veterans Day where you could you could pay an extra two dollars and buy a buy a meal for a veteran. But he's working on some other things now too, and I don't know where how far he's gotten on that, but um, it, it sounds really exciting to me. So hopefully we'll be able to get him on to talk about some of that stuff. Yeah, and not only that, but some of the things that he's doing in the community that are really special. We've got so many people that are doing really cool things in this. You you do incredible right things with the Outlet Trail. I like. Like to think that you're like the so. When I went to Cam's last night, so this young lady was like, "Wine bar lady." <laughs> I freaking love when people call me that. Yeah, you're the outlet guy. I'm the outlet guy. You are. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think part of it is, I've tried to put kind of a human face. So I'm I'm the vice president of Friends of the Outlet. Yeah. We've got a trail that goes between uh, Cuba Lake and Seneca Lake, and it follows this stream, and it's really beautiful. It's gorgeous. But the thing for me is the people. Yeah. And up until recently, I think part of what's happened is people say, wow, what a beautiful trail. Uh, but what I've really tried to educate people on is that it's really about the people. So I've tried to really put a human face on it and yeah. let, let people know, wow, we've got all these volunteers. Yeah. We've got all these members. You have St. Mike uh, Kids go there and clean up. Community groups. Q College. Q College. Yeah. Um, it's a great, it's a really great trail. I yeah. accidentally walked it once by myself. Uh, it was just like 10 years ago. And it took me four hours to complete it. Oh, yeah. It's about, it's almost seven miles long from yeah. end to end. So, yeah. and, and we're working on maybe in the future being able to extend it all the way to Seneca Lake. Oh, really? And maybe someday also all the way to Cuca Lake. It's really close. Okay. But, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Super close. It's We're working trail. on maybe some ideas to, to be able to do that. But mm -hmm. There's so much cool progress going on with that right now. We'll have to talk about that. You know, one thing I get a lot is that there's, like, so many events going on, and somebody wishes that they can just put it all together in a calendar. 
Oh, yeah. And that's so hard to do. You think it would be such an easy concept. Absolutely. It is so hard. Like, when I, so I go through Facebook. Right. And I'm like, what's going on? Because I don't know what's going on. There's, like, events that come up, and I'm like, yeah. it's close, mm-hmm. but not exactly what I want to tap into. You know well, what I, I mean? Know, um, one thing to think about is I know the Yates County Chamber of Commerce has tried to put together kind of a community calendar. Okay. And so that's one good spot to find a lot of events that are going on in Yates County. What's going on uh, today? The difficult thing is, uh, you know, not everything is on there. And some things, you know, I know it's hard for me because everybody that works with Friends of the Outlet, it's all volunteer. Right. So when we come up with events and things like that, sometimes it's, you know, to be able to schedule them so that we can all be there, it's, it's a little tough. So uh, they're not on there six months ahead of time. And I know I had a big event a couple years ago that all of a sudden I found out that there were two other major events happening on that same day. So it really ate into the number of people that could come. But that is, that would be nice. Need to wrap it up soon. All right. Well, this was a really good first. Yeah. 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 All right. So we'll get Marianne back again. I hope so. I hope I'm invited back. Probably regularly. I think so. It'd be good. Uh, if you have any kind of questions or topics you'd like us to cover yeah. or guests you'd like us to have on or if you want to come on. You know it'd be really great? Uh, having all gingers. We have a, Just a full ginger. Yeah. So I didn't realize how many gingers we'll we call the know. episode full ginger. Full ginger. <laughs> full ginger. So it'd be like you, Derek Stork. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's more gingers. We got plenty of gingers. But I always say stubble. My boss, Jeff, is a ginger. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff the ginger. Brian. We get actually really good. Sometimes in my office, we'll get four gingers at a time. So many gingers. And we look around, we say, holy smokes, this is a lot of <laughs> a lot of red hair in this office Let's at one time. And of course, a lot of beard uh, just any time I walk in. Beards? Beard. Oh, okay, I just, you said beard. Just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boy. So. We should do it. All right, well, we'll do it, and uh, that will be all for today. Um, you know Jesse's going to want to be on here, too. Oh, we'll bring Jesse on. Oh, God. Jesse Jane. It's going to be great. It'll be great. It'll he's, be great. He's got some really cool stuff to talk about, really interesting guys, so we'll get him on sometime. Perfect. Uh, but come visit the Water Street Wine Bar. Thank you. What, what's the address? 130 Water Street. It's a little tricky to find, yeah. but when you find it, when you stumble upon it, it will it'll be the one of the best decisions yeah. you made probably that day. So you got to go down the stairs and take a left. On the side of the building that's facing toward the water. Yes. Toward the outlet. Toward the outlet. Yeah, there, there you we go. go. All right. Well, everybody, I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Magical weekend. Magical weekend. Make healthy decisions. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure that you get the word out let people know that we're we're getting this podcast going and we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff and if you got something that you want us to go ahead with uh just let us know send us a message check out our facebook page yeah uh the website looks like it's a thing but it's kind of um, it's working on building it so everybody uh have a lovely day bye bye